Hey there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one delectable page of Talmud each day, because on today's pages, Bava Kama 94 and 95, come across a question that, gotta be honest, I kind of asked myself maybe once or twice in my life. Here goes. Gemara answers, as it is taught in a baraita, that Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov says, in the case of one who robbed another of a se'ah of wheat, then ground it, kneaded it, and baked it, and then separated challah from it, i.e. he separated the portion of the dough that one is required to separate and then give to a priest, how can he recite the blessing over the separation of challah? This individual is not reciting a blessing, but rather he is blaspheming. And with regard to this, it is stated, the robber who recites a blessing blasphemes the Lord, Psalms 10.3, which is referring to a robber who recites a blessing upon performing a mitzvah with an item he stole. According to Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov, although this sweet has been significantly changed, it is still considered a stolen item. Now look, I am proud and happy to report that I have never stolen anything in my life, but there was a time in my life in which I, shall we say, was a few cheeseburgers removed from the faith of my fathers and often wondered, can I... Say a bracha if I eat a delicious treif meal. Could I thank Hashem even as I am breaking his laws? It is a big, big, big question. And here, as always, to help us answer big, big questions is my friend and yours and our great teacher, Rabbi David Bashevkin. How are you, my friend? Leo, what an absolute privilege, pleasure, and joy. And no high schooler or no rebel at some point in their lives or wherever they are in their own Jewish observance has maybe wondered this question. I remember a friend of mine actually asked this, and he asked me, look, I don't keep kosher, but I do like making brachos. Should I make a bracha when I eat non-kosher food? Obviously non-kosher food. You got a piece of, of pig with a cheese on top, a cheeseburger from McDonald's. Is that something I should be making a bracha on? And this is actually the source of a dispute that emerges directly from the passage that we just read, where the Talmud tells us that somebody who steals an item, somebody who steals an item, they weren't supposed to have that item, they stole it, are you allowed to make a bracha with that item? And the language the Talmud uses is ein mevarech, that is not a blessing, it's blasphemy, it's disgusting, which would seem to indicate that you don't make a blessing on an item that is not kosher or you don't have permission to use, was stolen. But it is actually a dispute. It is a dispute between two of the major luminaries, commentaries on the Talmud. I'll introduce both of them to you. One of them you may be familiar with, and that is Maimonides, the Rambam. The Rambam says, and he has the more plainer approach to reading this passage in Talmud. He says, no, you don't make a blessing. It's disgusting. It's blasphemy. But there were other commentaries, most notably Rev Usher ben Yechiel, who's known by the acronym of the Rush, who lived a century or two after Maimonides, and he says, you do make a blessing on that cheeseburger. What does he do with this passage of Talmud? He actually says something very, a very creative reading in our passage. When the Talmud says, it's not a blessing, it's disgusting. In the language of the Talmud. He's saying the Talmud's telling you, you still make a blessing, it's just a blasphemous blessing. It's a disgusting blessing. It's not a blessing that you're going to get a, a nice ribbon or star on the star chart uh, from your Rebbe or parents for. That's not the kind of blessing 
blessing we want, but you still have to make it. That's how he reads this passage. But let me pose you a question, my dear friendly L, because in many ways, you know, we're chavrusas, we're study partners in this. What do you think hinges on this question. What do you think they're arguing about? You could look at it, they're arguing in the reading of the Talmud, but conceptually, what would that disagreement be about, about whether or not you should or should not make that blessing when you eat something that is not kosher? I am going to go out and say maser kavana, the act or the intention? Very, very close. I, I would say it maybe a little bit differently. I, I, I like I like that approach. I think they're arguing about what is the point of making brachas in generals. Why do we bless our food? Why do we bless our food beforehand? What is the nature of that blessing? One approach might be the nature of a blessing is we are asking God for permission, so to speak, to eat from the food of this world. It is an act of permission. If it's an act of permission, so if you're going to eat something that's not kosher, that you don't have permission to eat, you would not make that blessing. But there's another approach to making blessings. We're not asking permission. It's an act of recognition. It's a moment that we take before we bite into something to recognize that this world, this entire universe that we are a part of is the product of a creator, and we take a moment to recognize that creator. And in that second approach, we're not asking permission, we're using it for recognition. And in that second approach, well, I may not have permission to eat this, it may not be a great thing, I may not get an award for eating this, but I should still use this moment to recognize God's creation. I should still use this as an opportunity to recognize the creator of all things, even things that are not kosher. So what this dispute is about, or could be about conceptually, is what is the actual purpose of making blessings over food altogether? I would just make one important addition. This is very, very important. What about somebody on a fast day like Yom Kippur who's not fasting and decides to eat? Would they make a blessing on that food? That might be a little bit different. Certainly somebody who is sick and cannot fast should make a blessing on food, even that they eat on Yom Kippur. But whether or not somebody who on a fast day is just going ahead, being a little sneaky, and puts a a bagel in their coat because they can't sit through shul the entire time, that is a question of whether or not this dispute, which applies to food that is inherently not kosher, would also apply to kosher food, but eating at a time where you're not supposed to. I'll let our listeners think about whether or not the dispute that we discussed also applies to whether or not somebody who eats on Yom Kippur, who's not sick, should make a blessing on that food. You could think about, you could think about that in the comfort of your own home. Have a little Talmudic riddle to occupy the rest of your blessed day. What a great way to spend the rest of your afternoon. Rabbi David Beshevkin, thank you as always for being our guest. I cannot thank you enough. My absolute privilege and pleasure. And I'm just imagining our listeners calling into work right now. Hold all my calls. I have a Talmudic riddle I need to consider. Amen. Selah.
This has been Take One. If you enjoy the show, and I hope that you do, then you are really going to love the new book just published by me. It's called How the Talmud Can Change Your Life, Surprisingly Modern Advice from a Very Old Book. You can order it now at your local bookstore or directly from the publisher through the link in this here podcast description or through that big online store whose logo is, you know, a smile. As always, please go rate and review Take One on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. You could get your Take One t-shirts and mugs and other swag at tabletstudios.com and you could subscribe to our weekly newsletter at tabletm.ag slash take one newsletter. Take One is a Tablet Studios production. The show is hosted by me, Leah Leibowitz, and is produced and edited by Daron Ruskay, Quinn Waller, and Ellie Blyer. Our team also includes Stephanie Butnick, Josh Cross, Robert Scaramucci, Courtney Hazlett, and Tanya Singer. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash take one or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. I hope we have made your day a little more Talmudic. Talmudic.